Welcome to Digging In with Missouri Farm Bureau. My name is Emily Bruni. I am this year's summer intern with Farm Bureau, and I am joined with Chloe Mumford, our ambassador, our female ambassador for 2020. Um, thanks for joining us, Chloe. Thanks for having me, Emily. Yeah, so this has been a crazy year, as you know. Um, so how's your year been going? What's it look like? I would say it's very similar to everyone else's. You know, some, some of the plans that we've had along the way have changed, but we're going back to school, we're staying busy and staying healthy, so can't really complain. Yeah, well, we're actually at the State Fair right now. Um, Chloe, you are very busy. So how have you been juggling all your tasks and duties here at the fair? Um, so I've had a couple of hats this year at the fair, one of them being the reigning fair queen. So I was supposed to retire my crown a couple of nights ago, but some of the provisions have altered those plans and I will be continuing my reign for another year as fair queen. So I've been popping in and out of events, going to some of the conferences with the governor, things along those lines. With my internship, I have been checking in livestock, going over general health observations, with some of the district and state vets, and then with Missouri Farm Bureau as the female ambassador. I've been traveling around barns, dropping off milk, advocating, just very typical. Yeah, yeah. so you're actually interning with Missouri Department of Agriculture, right? Correct. So what is your internship, what's that look like? So with the Missouri Department of Agriculture, I have been interning in the Animal Health Division. Within that division, there are several programs that are managed. We have the Animal Care Facilities Act, poultry and meat inspection, there are like milk board, egg inspection, and then there are district vets that also travel and do routine inspections around the state at livestock markets, foreign disease management, um, things like that. So with all of those programs, I've been working with inspectors, going to breeders, kennels, anywhere that places dogs or cats into commerce, testing birds at national poultry inspection program facilities, testing birds at fairs, going to livestock markets and making sure that we can follow tracebacks, exploring just about every opportunity that animal agriculture has to offer. Sounds like a lot of traveling. Yes, I've been all over the state this summer. <laughs> and yesterday we actually um, got a chance to do some photos with Chloe. Um, and you, it looks like you got to work with a lot of um, vets this year, maybe different vets, work under some kind of cool people or what's that look like? Yes, so each program tends to have their own veterinarian and then there are district and state veterinarians. So we have six or seven district veterinarians, an assistant vet and a state vet. Um, so I've worked with them going to livestock markets, checking in animals at the fair, going over disease management, anything that's tested positive on an ELISA, which is a quick test. We usually go back and we do a 24 hour tube test um, just to make sure that it either is truly positive or truly negative. And then with the program veterinarians, anything that requires veterinary supervision affects the health of an animal, could be potentially be a little more serious. I've been working with them as well. Um, veterinary medicine is the career path that I'm, I'm pursuing right now. So having that exposure, especially the diverse exposure, has been super beneficial. And yesterday you were working with sheep, is that correct? What were you doing with them? We were working with sheep and swine. Um, so with the sheep we were doing, we were checking in breeding stock. We, we look at the mouth, make sure there aren't any mouth sores, and look over the body, make sure there isn't any wool fungus, ringworm, anything that would be zoonotic or potentially um, contagious to other animals or harmful to other animals. With swine, we were collecting urine or and blood samples for residue testing after they completed their show. Anything that's going to be going to the sale of champions or could potentially go to the sale of champions, we do a residue test on. Wow, so you are very busy this next, I guess, two weeks, I should say, over a two-week period. Yes, all over the place. <laughs> and then right after the fair ends, you're going back to school, is that correct? Correct. Classes start at Mizzou on the 24th. 
And your major is animal science? Yep, so I'm on an, I'm on, I'm an animal sciences major on a pre-vet track, so I'm applying to vet school right now. The goal is to be accepted and find out March or April if I'll start the following August and become a food animal veterinarian within the next few years. Very cool. Oh, so what are your passions then? So within animal agriculture specifically, I really enjoy looking at animal welfare, food safety, anything that involves the rearing process of livestock and then bringing them through the slaughter processing to the consumer. Um, outside of agriculture, I enjoy floral design plants. I'm very hands-on learning, so anything that requires, um, I guess, just working with my hands, doing projects, reading, hanging out with friends and family. And I, I enjoy working, so anytime that I'm out and about, staying busy, I'm, I'm fairly happy. So Chloe, it sounds like um, veterinary medicine is really one of your passions. Um, and you are pre-vet, as you mentioned, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so growing up, I was the kid that just wanted to play with every animal, wanted to have all of the pets. Um, and that, that trend kind of continued as I was exposed to 4-H and FFA. Growing up, I was two generations removed from the farm. So we didn't have livestock or any row crops where I was at, but my grandpa had all of that. And so I was able to ride in the tractor, work with the, work the cattle with him. And I think that exposure really drove the passion. And it also secured me in the fact that even though I didn't grow up on the farm and I am two generations removed, I've still been able to find my place within the agriculture industry. So advocating is very important to you. Yeah, I think it's important to know that you don't have to come from an agriculture background or have grown up in agriculture to have a passion for the industry. Um, if everyone that was directly involved with agriculture were the only people advocating for us, we, we wouldn't have made much progress. So how can other people become better advocates or even just more knowledgeable consumers? What, what's, what can they do? I think the most important thing is really seeking those opportunities. You may not have grown up on the farm, similar to me, but if you seek those opportunities and you find people that have that exposure, you're able to have hands-on experience and first-person experience. It's also doing your research and knowing what the industry truly does entail instead of listening to media or secondhand information. So you didn't grow up on a farm, but you're the Missouri Farm Bureau ambassador. You know, that's great. And it's awesome to see um, someone who didn't come from that direct farm experience, you know, growing up on that farm um, to fulfill that role and to do it so well. Um, and you've missed out on a lot of opportunities this summer as an ambassador. Um, so you didn't obviously get to go to D.C. Um, or do a couple of the other events that we usually um, encourage the ambassadors to do. Correct. So um, how have you found a way to continue advocating as an ambassador without those opportunities? So, yeah, like we, like you said, we didn't get to go out to D.C. They've, they've already told us that we would have the opportunity to go next year. We would have the opportunity to participate in some of those conferences or those experiences that they wanted us to have the opportunity to participate in. Um, but I think it's also important to note that advocacy doesn't just come with a title. It's everyday life. It's anybody that you meet, you have the opportunity to share your story and where you come from and listen to theirs as well. Advocacy is, it's, it's those conversations. It's not just trying to persuade somebody to believe in what you believe in. It's, it's understanding where people come from, why they understand what they understand, and then going from there. Um, so advocacy has occurred at school within my sorority, within animal sciences, but it's also occurred as I'm walking through the barns, checking in livestock and the general public comes in. They don't necessarily know a breed or why we're showing cattle or what the cattle are here for or the difference between a steer and a heifer. It's, it's getting across some of that basic information so that we can continue to move forward and have some of those in-depth conversations about agriculture and the animal agriculture industry. Absolutely. And it sounds like you've done an amazing job advocating for the industry and for agriculture um, and as Missouri Farm Bureau Ambassador. 
Um, so I want to thank you for joining us. Um, love getting a chance to talk to you, even though this has been kind of crazy summer. Yes, <laughs> it has. Thank you again for having me. I've enjoyed talking to you as well.